Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... From a Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e ruleset, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. all the listeners out there that aren't my players be welcome and enjoy another session of our little game session 43 last session starts with fisherman michael ross happily accepting the four gold piece deal to ferry the party from the perfume district to the endless bazaar as the party boards the rowboat cal tells michael about the docks from his goddess queen miskenet's vision the fisherman laughs heartily and clarifies that those docks are nearby just a couple islands over but he warns that the wharf of interest belonged to the Black Sultan. A few years back, the Black Sultan had owned some warehouses in this part of the perfume district, but he was chased from the city by the Tamashek. Apparently, he was selling contraband, black stones with odd glyphs, a stone that sounds very much like the one recently traded to the satyrs Yadira and Alicia. An exhausted company slowly climbs onto the wharf, and before the search for Volga can get underway, Clicker strips off her clothing and carefully lays them out on the wharf to dry. Having arrived but not knowing where their missing companion might be, Thorn reaches into the ether and manages to contact a sleeping Volga. Worn down and tired from her own escapades, the Firbolg quietly and wearily moves from her hiding to rejoin the party. Should we talk about the super awkward silence when Erika and Volga met for the first time? The anticipation, two completely different women, two completely different races, and yet both of their first names only have five letters and end with an A? What's the game there, Daria? Uh-huh. <laughs> After salutations and the trading of tales, as the sun begins to rise against the horizon, the companions enter the sewers to reclaim Volga's gear, which is being held by a depressed Chiridzo and a strange ratfolk person, or a target within the city of cats. With not a smidgen of guile, the party walks aimlessly forward as Volga attempts to recall the direction. Clicker is strangely quiet as she puzzles out why the sewer's water is not foul. Cal takes point, and Thorn splashes into the clean waters when he places a foot poorly. Volga has a spot of luck and catches sight of a giant rat, alerted by the noise. Cherdizzo's room is found not far from the sewer's entrance and he awakens from the commotion of his rat friends. A dialogue through his door ensues, and a level of trust is found. He opens the door and returns Volga's pack, but holds on to her blue shard. He mentions that he would have a good chance to trade the shard with Zeta, the magic monger, via an alchemist named Festering Heth. As the companions exit the sewers to discuss their next move, a few steps into the morning light, as the sun has just risen past the horizon, Cal stops in his tracks. He receives a message via sending. His family is looking for him. He assures the others that his family won't kill them if he puts a good for if he puts in a good word. 
It's at this point Volga says goodbye. She decides that she will stay with the were-rat for a time. With great sorrow, Clicker is finally allowed to touch her floppy ears in parting. What will the party do next? Let's find out. In my defense, this was the first time Clicker asked to touch my ears. <laughs> oh, I suppose so, eh? Didn't even think of that. But yeah, brilliant. So where are we? We've been dropped at the wharf, haven't we? Um, I'm going to retcon just a tiny smidge, smidgen. And the first thing I will say is um, to you, Thorn, as the stress of being below the pallet court has subsided, the sorrow you feel for another companion has left, you can feel your connection with your flute is strained. Well, you mentioned that before. But I didn't. I, I, I was, I was trying to go through my recording really quick to see if I did mention. I was like, "Fart!" I can't remember if I remember that. No, no, that. you didn't say it verbally. You said it. Um, I think by text. Oh, I shared it to you in the chat window. That would explain yeah, yeah. why I was like, "Fart!" I don't think I mentioned it because I don't check the bloody chat after the fact. But that, that's all well and good. But I don't know where it is. <laughs> mm. So there are a few clouds in the sky. And it feels like it's about 20 degrees centigrade, slightly warmer than um, earlier this morning when you when you got out uh, in the pallet, uh, sorry, in the perfume district. The ride, the ride in Michael's rowboat has not been as uncomfortable as you thought. And as he rows his boat along the shoreline, he points out this and that. And he says, And if you all take a gander over there, you see them pretty golden boats? Over yonder by the harbor gate, that be the Legion of Wadjet. I do see them. What, what's a Wadjet? Ah, mighty fine warriors, the Legion. Wadjet is the god Wadjet, or goddess Wadjet. That there, and he points at the, the pyramid sticking out of the water. And as he points at the pyramid sticking out of the water, he's like, By holy Isis, whoa, 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 whoa. You see that? Look, 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 look. And he points and to the southwest in the direction pointing towards that pyramid that's sticking out of the water you can see that breaking the surface creating a large wake in the glassy you know smooth waters a large uh, ridge spine is creating a wake as it moves off towards the the main um, Seacat River gate the the these gates here oh someone went bananas on the map So that's that gate there, number three on the map. So yeah, I <laughs> I saw a zero down the bottom there, so I decided to start drawing with it. Is that of any uh, significance, by the way? Yeah, the zero is where Clicker was chasing after someone and then lost track of them there. Ah, oh, okay. And, and then decided to return to find um, to find Cal because time was running out of running away and so as he points out and you see the ridge you you can hear him whisper wally and his eyes are kind of wide and he stops rowing for a bit as he watches the the ridge as it continues to move off and gets uh, smaller with distance as it moves uh out into the river proper 
past the harbor peninsula, the peninsulas that poke into the harbor there. Can I tell what that is? You could give me a nature check. I can do that. Nature, nature, nature. Roll, roll, roll. It's a 14. Um, you suspect based on the size, because when you, oh, I got to remove all this greenness. When you guys, <laughs> when you guys, when he pointed it out, you guys were, uh, I have you at the wharf, but I'm going to point you, I'm going to just basically put you right about there is when you spotted it. So you, it was moving in this direction. So you spotted it like, yeah, nearly a thousand feet away. So to be able to see uh, something that big moving through water, you know, it's really, really large and you think maybe like some form of a lizard type creature so basically godzilla <laughs> i didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> if we look <laughs> towards <laughs> if we look towards the city of Purbasset, is it in complete ruins uh, no it's not yet and he says um you know back when i was but a tadpole I wanted to be one of them, but that is, that's, you know, it's supposed to be a secret, but not really a very good secret creature that size. Right there. Yes. It's, it's, I don't, um, what, what does it do? Is it going to attack the city? Wally is uh no, no, no. Wally belongs to the Legion of Wajet. Um. Wally is, is a Spinosaur. And you could become one of them. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the, the Legion is mostly made up of... The were crocodiles are out there. They have some giant crocodiles. Uh, there's some uh, water nagas that belong to the Legion of Wajet. It's the... It's the aquatic force for the Army of Summer. And normally, you would see there should be a show today... But I don't think there's going to be a show. Uh, did you? What, what did you say that creature was? A, a Spinosaurus? Yeah. And so he starts explaining uh, what a, a Spinosaurus looks like. And it looks like I, this. I definitely know what a Spinosaurus looks like. I have small kids. Um. Oh, that didn't show up for you guys? No, I don't see anything. Don't, no. don't see anything. Not even sure, like... Right. No, oh, there really, oh, there we go. Yep. And uh, the boatman, remind me, who is he race-wise? Uh, he's just a human fisherman that you guys bumped into. Well, yes, Erica and company bumped into um, when I you see. arrived in the perfume district. You yeah. just said when, when he was a tadpole, and I thought maybe he's a... Um, yes, and then he said he wanted to be, be one of these things, I think. Any... Ah, well, you know, I say tadpole and all that. It's just, you know, colloquialisms and whatnot. Can I make an insight check on that? Yeah, sure. Ooh, 1924. So you listen into to, to his words and whatnot. And I mean, it's been a century 
that you've been away from the city and whatnot, but uh, you're pretty sure a human's a human, and he looks very much like a human. There's nothing okay. uh, about this fisherman and his his. It's a small rowboat. It's not exactly extravagant at all. That would be misleading. So no fisher business. Oh <laughs> uh, no. Well, a lot of, hopefully a lot of fishy business, but nothing suspicious. And he's like, yeah, I don't think they're going to be doing any show for us this year. You know, with the shield having been raised yesterday. Ah, well, what can you do? Do we know anything about what that he means by the shield being raised yesterday? On Saturday, which was two days ago, when you guys, when you, Volga, and Clicker were in the market, uh, there had been that incident where you'd heard the horde blare and you recognized that sound as the weekly testing of the shield. And they raised the shield at that point and it, it usually lasted just for a couple hours. But uh, yesterday they raised it again in the morning. And so, right, the, like the testing of the shield. That's oh, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to get my head around head around this. It, is it like a little friendly sparring competition? Is it something else? No, they would normally. It was it was definitely a weekly activity, where uh, almost always at the exact same time on Saturdays the shield would get raised and be up for a couple of hours and. You know, from your the time that you'd been there, you you it was quick to learn that this was just a natural occurrence that the city did to va validate that their defenses and that the monoliths uh, were still working. And so during that couple hours, there you it was very common to see um, a boats that would be going down along the monolith, checking to make sure that everything was still fine. But the so, shield is still raised. Then the sh that the shield was raised yesterday. Is odd, but you could maybe give me an insight check. Okay. I will. And insight rolling is a nine for 15. For 15. Um, I mean, you do... Talking with Michael and, and thinking about all the things that have happened, it does seem to coincide with the information that you got when... Uh, Lady Alashra and High Priestess Nefrini had left the city. Okay. Um, Mike, Michael, you said that there were crocodiles in in this army. Yeah, well, in in fact, it's not really it's not impolite to call them were crocodiles. They're actually what you would call Subek. But they are people that turn into crocodiles. Yeah, they, they all, the majority of them live. And then as you're continue to rowing by, he points out to the island that's directly to the, um, to the east of where you are right now, this island here. Most of them live over there. Huh. Um, are, are there a lot of were creatures in Perbestet? Is it just like a city of many creatures of like, like like in be well you you've got the the were crocodiles the subekis that you've got the i've heard that there's 
uh, were hyenas. Although I'm not so sure about it. Some say, some say that in fact one of the uh, the the vizier Panishar was a were hyena, but uh, that that's probably gossip. And of course, you've got all the 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 great and and small cats that uh, were creatures. Yeah, there's a there's a few, but we all get along. And uh, yeah, that that's uh, not a problem. They don't seem to. Uh want to press on because as, as far as I'm concerned I thought that was all lycanthropy and was a curse oh, it uh, is it is it's a, a very one must take particular care and they're not allowed there are there's city regulations they can't just turn anybody and when they when a person does turn they're, they're they they're uh, they have to leave the city they cannot hurt the regular citizens, or they're put in special cells and whatnot until they can learn to control themselves. I see. So if you were trying to turn someone without their consent, it would be uh, considered a crime. Oh, you'd get into a, a might bit of a shit bit of trouble. I even heard that there, there's supposed to be some, some rat people in the city, but <laughs> that's just craziness. I mean, if there's crocodile people and there's hyena people, why not rat people or cat people? Cat people, sure, but rat people seems impossible. And I give a look to Cal. Uh, uh, okay. What about uh, bunny people? Do they have those uh, long ears? I've not heard of such people to... Yeah. Well, do you mean like that woman that you're with? It, she seems really big to be a bunny person. Oh, no, no, she uh, she I definitely mean, wasn't a were-bunny. But, but are we sure? I don't really know what she was. I mean, I haven't met a were-bunny before, but... Uh, she didn't seem to behave like a wear bunny at all. We've never met one before, but they haven't they don't behave like that. I've met bunnies before. Haven't she you? wasn't she wasn't very skittish. True. No. Nope. I do imagine that if she were a wear bunny, she would turn into a bunny more over a cat most of the time. Y yeah. So she was a wear cat? Maybe. I, honestly, I don't really know what she, what, why, how, how she did anything she did. She was nice. And she seemed to care, and that's important in uh, places like this. Well, I imagine if she went to some of the temples that perhaps that she might even become famous of a sort. If she's a, a new were-creature. Never heard of wear bunnies. Still. Well, yes, maybe, but maybe the, 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 you wear hairs in this part of the world. You don't want to confuse the wear creatures with the with with like the cat folk. Like they're completely separate. But there are wear cats. 
Yeah, yeah, like High Priestess Nefrini. Everybody knows she's a Panther. Hmm. I see. But not cat people. Can you be a cat person? I've heard. I thought it's you would think. Makes sense, right? Unless it's like double the cat and they like two negatives equal out or something. I mean, I don't know if I've ever at... seen a, an Akosi that wasn't human. And you all know, like, uh, having been, you, all of you know that the Nikosi are, they, if anything, they'd be called were lions, but they, they are no longer in, they're no longer infected by like, lycanthropy. It's been, if anything, they've became a new species where they are shape changers. They can only be, uh, go through lion form and, and humanoid form. Uh, but but you're all aware of the Nikosi race, and uh, in particular, you Thorn, with some of your studies and what you were looking for, you, you know that the Nikosi were, um, like for an example in Teslodia, they were the main race in Teslodia, whereas cat folk seem to be more prevalent here in Perbestet. Okay, cool. Cat folk and humans, anyways. Anyway, careful um, there. Michael, you almost uh, ran into something. Ah, right, of course. And he starts rowing again, and he kind of looks and over there, and he points actually as you're as you're going by the flood market or the this area twenty two and whatnot along the shoreline. There's a number of like carvings and statues and stuff like that. Ah, some beautiful art by the locals. Mostly the the Subek make that. They're very surprisingly artistic, and scholarly. You wouldn't think of the were creatures that they would be the ones that are most scholarly. Why? That seems a little uh, specious, doesn't it? And he kind of just kind of digs into his rowing a bit. Doesn't really answer and kind of sh shrugs a little bit. Yeah, you just keep rowing. <laughs> Eventually, he does get you to the very large wharf and. He does drop you off at the the end of the wharf, and of course this wharf is you know made for ships. So uh, at the very end of the wharf, there's a ladder that you have to actually climb up because the rowboat is way down in the water versus the wharf that's so high up to service the ships. And, well, he's, and he says again, yeah, he you says as you say that he's ah, oh, I think I appreciate more than what you than than yourself for gold. <sighs> I tell you, my family's going to be right happy. Much better than whatever I could have caught out there today. I'd just like to point out, I've already paid one of your gold. I think you paid... Didn't you pay it all? Because uh, last session I kind of had this drop off here and I think you paid out everything, didn't you? Um, have I paid it all? Okay, we'll do that. That's all good. I don't know. Let's assume I can't have. remember exactly. Certainly I paid um, some of it up front let's just assume or at least have. yeah okay that's fine it's only four goals, so, so it's pretty much eight o'clock in the morning when he finally uh manages to drop you off and he showed you a few of the sites as you took a leisurely row along the uh along the shoreline to get you to to uh, the the main major uh dock this one here is like 200 202 yeah about 200 feet so it can hold a couple of large ships are there any large ships around? Uh, you do see that there are a number of large ships. In fact, uh, 
he, and he even pointed out too that this this final dock down here that's empty of anything he tells you that that's actually belongs to the that aquatic division the legion of wadjet that's their dock but most of these docks you'll you'll see that there are quite a number of ships because you and you would know as well that the endless bazaar is where all the water uh, water care any of the goods that come via water come into the endless bazaar any of the goods that come through caravan and through the sand uh, would eventually end up in the Grand Souk to the south. Okay. So there is a number of boats. So, do, do any hmm. look like um, they would take um, passengers? Uh, a lot of them just look like trade vessels of shorts merchant vessels and whatnot and of course most of them are are river looking barges like with paddle wheels and whatnot um they're all moored and quiet you, i mean you notice uh as you're sitting there standing at the edge of the dock you can hear like the noise of many throats that are snoring and you can see amongst shipping crates and nets and like um anchor posts there are the the white and blue striped shirts of sailors laying about everywhere, uh, sleeping off the night's uh, revelry. And as you're standing there, you can see that there's a, a lithe figure wearing a purple abaya and a yellow habib is quietly and surely moving about the sleeping uh, sleeping sailors on the dock. So we are. Uh... Uh, addressing um, Cal and Erica and uh, Clicker, I guess. Clicker. Although she, she seems rather quiet. Um, Must be upset about the whole the vulgar leaving thing. Yeah, I mean it's uh, upset me as well. But we have to uh, look forward. Look, uh, I think we may be able to find a, a boat out of here. Seems to be a few of them around. Do we want to look into that uh, now? Is there anything else we want to do? I uh, would like to make a quick run to my temple. I mean, if we do find a boat, I don't think it leaves immediately. We know where to go? It. I don't think they have moved the temple. No, no, I mean like a destination where we'll end up going. Is there... <laughs> A place I mean, that we could be safe from horrifying fast vampire ladies. I was pretty sure Perbastet was that place, but apparently I'm wrong. I mean, that was that was where that was where the van, that's where the vampire ladies live. Evidently so. And then you got yourself into some sort of weird triangle, and look where you are now. Hundred years later. Anyway, as I understand, the idea is to get out of the city as quick as possible, and then we can't really be real choosy about the destination. I'll uh, I'll ask around if you want to head over to your temple. Um, I, I suspect we won't leave until the uh, next. Uh, 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 would would there be a tide affecting this area or not? Uh, <clears throat> no, not, not this deep down the yeah, this deep back in the river. No, there's no tide. I, I suspect we won't be able to uh, go uh, 
very quickly anyway. If we're dealing with a uh, trader boat, they will probably need to have all their stars moved back and forth wherever they need it before they go. So um, I'll go ask some questions and we can meet back here maybe in the afternoon. I may have to do a few things myself. Clicker just looks at Cal and goes, Ah! Gotta follow you! <laughs> um, okay. And you... So as you start walking along, uh, once more, Cal, uh, you stop in your, tr in, in your tracks. Okay. As you receive another message that catches you unawares. Oonji, you're alive. I have borrowed one of Zareth's sending stones. Pray he doesn't notice. Cal, they know. Stay away and wait for next contact. I can go, we can go into a private channel if you want to talk about it. Oh, um, hmm. I think I'll just respond on, because uh, I assume, uh, I only have a few thing, few words I can say back, right? You would be aware of the thing that what your group, what your family does to communicate. So that you've received another message um, only an hour uh, after the first uh, is surprising. That's mm. normally not what happens, and you 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 are aware of the limitations. Basic is sending though. I have twenty five yes. words to respond or so. That's uh, correct. And it's all mental, or is it? Yes, it's all loud? mental. Okay, correct. Great, great. Um, then yeah, I'll just I'll just respond in text. And it's and it's from that same person. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So as you guys are walking along, all of a sudden Cal kind of stops once more as you're walking, and, and Clicker uh, kind of bumps into him. Um, it, when you're looking around to see what's going on. Uh, Thorn, you notice that the the person in the purple Avaya has stopped and is watching you guys very closely. Um, so, it's a, it's a man, is it? Uh, give me a perception check. <laughs> okay. For the record, I'm, just, I'm staying with the oh, group from now. Natural one. Yes. Seven. Um, far enough off that you cannot see the face or the eyes clearly through the Habib, but the form is unmistakable. It's definitely female. I'll walk up to the, the person and go, uh, greetings. Um, uh, are you, do you have the, uh, time to, uh, speak? So... As you get up close and you look at this female in the eyes, uh, it's clear to you now that you are looking at a female knoll. Now, being who you are and what your heritage is, you are, and, and as strange though you might be in some ways, you are very clear of what an attractive human is. And being a devil marked as you are, you can can't help but f have that uh, species attraction when you see a very attractive uh, tiefling. 
but for the and you've never seen something that's not of your own species or or human that's that you've thought was attractive and yet oddly this knoll is bloody good looking and you are quite uh surprised at how uh, attractive she is especially in the hip of heap where you can't actually see much exactly and uh, as you start talking to her, she does lower the, the, the veil of the Habib so you can see her face more clearly. And you see a female that looks like... I should be screenshotting this stuff. Good lord, what am I doing? How stupid Come on, of me. hurry up. I haven't got all day. <laughs> I haven't got it all... Uh, the images all. There we go. This is, this is the, creep. This is the what you see. Oh, all right. Now, of so, course, you know it's just a picture. So, but the point is, is, she's quite. Uh, you find that she's uh, surprisingly alluring, even though you've, you've never had any particular inclinations toward. Um, other species as i was saying so uh hmm. yeah so did she respond to my opening gambit she looks you guys she looks at you up and down and she's like well if i do declare aren't you a handsome one now steady on um I, i'm just here to uh try and find out uh if there's any uh boats uh heading out uh in the in the near future do you uh are you the right person to talk to is there a harbor master around indeed there is a harbor master i myself wouldn't have such information but down there at the end of the docks that office there that's where the harbor master's office would be uh can if i don't mind you those are your companions that you're with uh, yes, this this is a, a friend of mine, and so is she. She nods, and she gives a uh, very formal curtsy as th the rest of you uh, join Thorn. Bond with a, a particularly formal bow. I'm assuming okay. Cal's quite good looking as well, and, and so is Erica. Yeah, we're all pretty, we're all pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Erica, Cal. Group. Good lord. <laughs> Looking at charismatically. Well, hey, just remember. Uh, so that this is one of those things with charisma. Charisma doesn't necessarily mean good looking. Well, you make it just, Cal just happen to be all good looking. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Cal's personality, not particularly attractive. Erica's personality, not particularly attractive. We, we sexy. Mm. People only pay mm. attention to us because of the way we look. <laughs> so she looks you guys up and down and she she's like uh so you're looking for a boat uh, you're not going uh, to stay to enjoy the festivities today we're looking more for a passage uh, um out of uh, per best debt, if that's possible uh, i'm aware there's some uh, fantastic festivities going on today but uh, we have a uh, business to attend to 
Well, I, I don't know if you're going to be able to find a boat. Talking to the Harbor Master is definitely who you'd want to talk to. I mean, being that this is New Year's, the festivals are going to be, well, they're going to be grand. But there could be a ship leaving, I wouldn't know. I imagine that merchant ships would have to leave. Like, you can't just stop commerce. I couldn't tell you, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, normally during New Year's, with the festivities and whatnot, but normally during New Year's, the shield isn't up. And, uh, if that does seem unusual, do you uh, have any idea why that is? She looks you up and down. Um, does she are like you she just speaking plainly, or are you trying to be persuasive or anything? I mean, I could be a little bit persuasive. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm keen on finding out why. Okay. So, if that means that I have to be persuasive in doing so, I will. Well... If I had to guess what was going on, I'm pretty sure it has to do with the High Priestess leaving the city in quite a flurry, as, I, as I'm told. And as she says that, she gives you, she gives you this wink as she says that. A very uh, obvious wink. I see. Well, Can I ask why... I mean, yes, the city is closed. I don't, I can't rightly say if it's completely closed, but with the shield being up, why might you be wanting to leave and such? Are you in a rush? I wouldn't say rush per chance, but uh, there isn't a, lo a lot uh, holding us here, and we have important business to deal with downriver. I don't suppose I could offer you at least a place where you might sit in a bit of privacy where we might have a deeper conversation I'm gonna roll an insight check if I may honestly I'm thinking the same thing even though Cal's not particularly good at this mm -hmm. it's yeah, very out something. of the blue <laughs> uh, so it's an 8 for 14 Okay. You're gonna give it a whirl, Cal? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's All right. right. It's a natural twenty and a natural seventeen, so an eighteen. Exhausted. Eighteen. <laughs> that's pretty good for being exhausted. Damn straight. Uh you can tell as she's as she's looking at you, she's not trying to hide uh that clearly she is interested in who you guys are, uh having encountered you guys uh on the the wharf as you get as it as it were and when you thorn think back uh as you'd walked up to her uh and had glanced at her earlier when she was moving about the sailors it it wasn't it didn't seem to to you that she was moving about the sailors in terms of helping them it's it seemed like she was looking for something and now that she's talking to you guys whatever it was that she's looking for she clearly doesn't seem to be focused on that anymore. If that kind of <laughs> roundabout answers any questions. 
uh, perhaps not. I, I have to say, um, pardon my uh, frankness, but uh, um, I feel like my hackles are raised when I have a complete stranger walk up to me and uh, want to spend more time and seem quite insistent with that. What, what makes you think we um, would be able to uh, trust you in your request? She once more curtsies uh, as you say this, and she replies, oh, Please forgive me. I am so rude. My name is Karima. Karima Gamilla. Well, I think the point is, what do you want with us? Yes. I mean, it's nice you have provided your name. You can see we're not providing ours at this stage because, to be frank, I have a difficulty trusting people. I'm yeah, just, just exhausted. Slow in responding so. because I was trying to type her name. <laughs> sure, sure. Bad uh, so she she tells you her name and she's like, I had a feeling that I'd meet some some people, interest, something interesting on the wharf today. I think that you seem to be the most interesting thing on this wharf. And it would be my best interest to give you a bit of aid. Um, does, do I have to roll another insight check to see whether she's lying? Uh, because of those earlier rolls, uh, with 14 and 18... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it. she seems, best as you can tell, sincere. And why there's, would... Some... You can see that there's truth in her words, but if there's more, you can't really see that. Cal, uh, f focusing on her, you two are strangely and oddly attracted to this, this female. Um, even you, Erica, to some extent, are so somehow oddly attracted to this female. And you can tell that where Thorn missed it, you can tell that clearly there's more to the story. Are you saying you're some kind of auger? Had premonitions? No, no, myself, no. But if you put your ear close enough to the road, you hear things now and then. And I've always found that it's usually in my best interest to follow up on those things I hear. Incredibly cryptic. Could you speak plainly? If you want our attention, you'll have to speak plainly. Mm. I was told that I would find something interesting here, and when I found something that piqued my interest, I should give aid. Mm. And to this, it sounds like you... Well, it sounds like you need to get out of the city. I could help with that. A boat today might be complicated, but there could be other ways. Who, who is the one that told you to mm. uh, look for something here? I'm sorry, but I don't know you well enough to tell you that just yet. But perhaps, if we get to know each other better? Uh, Karima, what's your business? What do you do for a living? Hey, Clicker. You did it. Hey, Clicker. Yeah, yeah I did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got into a fight with my, with my loved one yesterday, so I went to sleep with him on the phone. Guess what? Oh. Unlike 
the iPhone, a Samsung device, doesn't give a shit uh, if you have alarms. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the iPhone, which he has, uh, regularly displays the alarm despite uh, signal running. And apparently that doesn't happen on Samsung. So I just, yeah, there were no, no alarms. And she was like, Ivan, don't you have a game since one hour ago? Uh, fuck. <laughs> Shame. So yeah, good Shame. morning. I'm going to make sure to, to put, you know, add, put the DB up on that one. So yeah, for, for the viewers, I'll even find some a sob stories, a soundtrack to play behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a violin, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the smallest violin? Father's saddest violin. Hello, yeah. darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to talk with you again. Oh, dear. Nicely done. It's good that you're here, though. Yep. And I think we left it at uh, Darius asking a question. Yeah, sorry, I missed that, Daria. What were, what were you asking again? Yeah. Oh, what what does she do? Yeah, Karima, what's your occupation, place of business? What's your deal? When you're not looking for interesting people. I think that too is something that I wouldn't mind telling you more of if you wouldn't mind joining me for a drink i have a place it's up the shoreline near the city's wall called the bronze spigot i could bring you there tell you more out here you... i'd rather not with all these sleeping sailors i'm gonna watch her as i say this but i'm like and and how do you feel about jessica jessica is there any 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 recognition Give me an insight check. Yeah, lovely. Can I? Yeah, if you'd like. It's a 20 tired. <laughs> Although she is a different species, Thorn, uh, you do catch the slightest bit of body language. So although her voice doesn't betray anything, there is just the slightest bit uh in her posture that changed that you caught that you think the name is familiar to her i'm not sure jessica who exactly can you describe this woman i suppose she's a woman yes uh, older older maybe 40 50 years old human just someone that's been you know trying to get our attention for a while that's all 40 or 50, you say? No. Jessica. I don't know. A Jessica, 40, 50 years old? Doesn't seem to strike a chord. Okay. I think we'll be uh, fine on our own, but uh, I appreciate your offer. Are you sure I couldn't convince you? If you are trying to leave the city in a hurry, well, it could... Well, I could just say good luck. I wouldn't mind getting to know you better. I mean, we're not in a hurry. We're just... We have business elsewhere. I see. Elsewhere. I understand. 
She looks at you one more time at the, at the four of you, looking each of you uh, in the eyes one at a time. And uh, she gives a little nod of her, he- of her head. Perhaps the stars are wrong. And she turns and she starts walking back uh, where she'd pointed towards the harbor office was, which was there. So she starts walking back down the wharf. And you see as she gets closer to where the wharf's entrance are, uh, you see a bunch of gnolls kind of leap up and come running. uh, And they bow low in front of her. And uh, she kind of talks with them for a a brief bit and then moves off uh, into more into where the Endless Bazaar is. Al does that thing where it's very obvious when an attractive woman walks by and a guy's a bit of a pig and just kind of like watch, walks, watches her walk. <laughs> uh, you notice that as she walks, it's she is has a very good sense of balance. Almost she walks as if she's a ballerina. Well, I don't know about you, Cal and Erica, but um, that seems way too much of a coincidence. Yeah, um, who's, sorry, who's Jessica? What was the deal? Was that yeah. what happened? I well, she doesn't seem to know her anyway, so I just made up a no. She does. What? She does. I didn't yeah. see that. Uh, I mean. Your eyes are almost falling out of your head. You're that tired. I mean, I that that and just have I. What a weird! I have weird feelings right now about that woman. I don't under. I don't. I don't like. I'm confused. I feel very. I feel like something's awoken in me. I mean, you you felt that too. That she seemed unusually attractive. Yes. Oh, that, Erica. That's, that's weird. I'm not usually into gnolls. Yeah, at all. Like, that, that was attractive. Yeah, it was uh, very strange. I had a, I had a, a bit of a magical trick that I could have done to peer into her thoughts, but um, doing it right in front of her could have uh, uh, caused more questions. Let me see. Um, but she certainly, I, I appreciate you uh, mentioning Jessica because she certainly reacted to it subtly, but she did. Now oh, she could just, be a, a There's spy. a couple of people that seem to be after us, and that's one of the names I know. Yeah, so Jessica, for you, Erica, Jessica is a, a, a nasty piece of work. She seems to be one, some sort of a wear tiger that um, has a huge network of people that want to get us for some reason or uh, another. And she has been a pain in our backside for a long time. In fact, the reason why I'm missing most of my gear is because of her. Oh, I thought it was a fashion choice. No, she kidnapped you. You've forgotten already? Oh, right, right, yes. Um, My bad. Yeah. So I, I got away with my, what I was wearing, but uh, absolutely nothing else. Which aggravates me to no end. However, let's see if there's any uh, boats um, available for uh, uh, passage on uh, so we can get out of here. 
How much money do we have? Well, I have a little bit. I think we. I have enough for passage uh, for most of us, but um, we'll see how much they uh, charge. About two hundred gold coin. Yeah, I think two hundred gold coins could get you a fair distance. Yeah. Should yeah. I only have fifty? Would you, anyway. like, would, you, would you like another 50? Uh, I'm assuming we're talking and walking at the same time. I I let's, see, let's see if what we can find uh, and um, how much it costs and then we'll figure out the payment. Maybe they'll let uh, me work the ropes or cook whatever. I'm good with that. Okay, so head to the harbor master. Is there anyone there? As you're walking along the wharf, one of the sailors that was kind of just leaning up against some of the, the crates, he's like, Hey friend, can you help a fella out? Seeing you were talking with the princess. You must be good blokes. That's a what? You must be some good blokes. But wait, I what's got a, a prince, hell of a, a hangover. What? You got something for hangovers? You said something about a princess. Yeah, that was Princess Karima. Of, of um, what? Of what? Royal lineage? Well, hell if I know. That's just what they call her. Oh, so it's not like not like a real princess, but like just just like she has a high standard of living. I. That's just what they say. I don't know much about her, except she's oddly good-looking for an old... Right? Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what it, does that say about all the other gnolls? I mean, I feel like most female gnolls must hate her. I, I feel like they're, uh, the other good looks have gone to the darks. <laughs> you're not wrong there. You're not wrong there. <laughs> Yeah, um, from what I hear, all the males roll over backwards for her, but the females, well, I, I even hear some of the females roll over backwards for her, but a lot of the the matrons, yeah, they hate her fierce. I see. Well, I appreciate your uh, information. I have one thing that uh, may help with um, your hangover, but you uh, just have to be patient. Oh, I thought it was a job, like like a, a, a boat trip far, far away could help your hangover. So I, I, I cast Minor Illusion in front of him and, and make a a table with a glass of uh, beer that looks like it's cool um, with, with a bit of perspiration sort of, um, around the edges to make it look like it's nice and cool. You can, you can have you one of those. You make that right in front of him? Want, right in front of him. He reaches for it immediately, and his hands go through it. He's like, oh, that's nasty. That's yeah. not helping my hangover. I uh, know. You really should see into that. And I keep walking. He leans back against the the uh, the box that he was not having actually gotten up. 
So... You guys continue walking on. The... You see, at the very end of the wharf, the, this being the largest of the wharfs, there's a well-kept building, like so many others. It's made of desert bricks, and it's been whitewashed. And the entrance to the building, like so many other political buildings, it has one of those entablatures with a couple of tall, skinny cats that form the pillars for the entrance. And out front and to the side of the that uh, entrance, you see a large message notice board. Okay. Is there a, is there a, um, uh, the, okay. So there's a large message notice. What, what does it say on it? Uh, well, you notice uh, one in, in nice big red letters, a very familiar message that you remember seeing very often where it says, if it's lost, check with your local city guard office, not the pit, please. A very common message that you've seen, uh, and remember from from being here before as well another thing uh, on the notice board that catches your eye uh, quite quickly is there is a a rather new notification and a lot of the notifications on the board too are very much like you know in harry potter where you got like hologramic things that kind of move and whatnot in in the images you do notice there is one new posting uh, a new paper on the on the board and there's a picture of this Hujin that's kind of covered in blood, and it says "wanting for wanted for questioning by the city guard." Give me a perception check. I mean, is it is it just clicker? Uh, With an eleven? No, that, that, no, no, it's an eleven. I rolled that's nature. nature apparently. That's a, so that would be. Um, oh, let's see what the bonus is for. Um, Okay, so it'd be seventeen. Seventeen. So seventeen. The resemblance is uncanny. Uncanny, that it, from your point of view, it's like that. That looks like clicker. It looks like clicker. <laughs> I mean, why, why did why are you looking so obviously? It just looks like clicker. Is that a question to Dagobah? <laughs> no, I'm I'm telling you, <laughs> in character. You're like it looks like clicker, yeah, obviously. I, I didn't say it. that. I look <laughs> at it, and then I turn my head, look at clicker, and then look back at the picture, and then look at clicker, a and then I sidle up to clicker and go, "Uh, clicker, is there something uh, you're not telling us?" And I point to the picture. What? And it is not me. It's not you, cause um, I, I have to. I could swear that. Uh, I mean, see, see that uh, slightly damaged feather there on your uh, shoulder. It looks so much the same on that picture. Are you saying I'm not pruning myself? Well, I I, I wouldn't go that far, but um, you've had that there since I've met you. I mean, it's a Poojin that looks exactly like you and something about blood. And you have that whole blood thing going on. This feels pretty apropos. Glicker is squinting her eyes and her beak just slightly opens and it looks like it's, it's about to stab you. That is towards Thorn, not, not Cal. Okay. <laughs> Hey, hey, look, look, I, I'm not trying to um, start anything here. I'm just uh, 
pointing out that um, maybe you need to get that feather looked at. Where is it? She looks at her shoulder and like brushes brushes through her feathers, looking for that for that one feather. I, I point to it gingerly. <laughs> she immediately starts spooning herself, trying but, to get um, it out. Beside the point, um, in, 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 were you committing any crimes blatantly in front of guards recently? You crimes. all recall that yesterday in the morning when you left the Cyclops' liar uh, early in the morning, Clicker was had quite a bit of blood on her after having kind of dug into that one dead fella. I never commit any crimes. We were at the pallet court. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, I mean, there are current laws in society, and whether or not you believe in those laws, if you break them, then people don't like that. Um, but also, stabbing a corpse, or what, like, I don't know. I guess some people must have seen us there. Like her, uh, seems to roll her eyes. You can't quite tell because her, um, her eyes are pretty much filled with with uh, with her pupils. Is that is that what we call them? Her eyes, yeah. irises. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he, she she seems to roll her eyes and just uh, stares off in the distance and uh, crosses her arms. I didn't do anything wrong. Well, I mean, you certainly did something right. That feather looks better now. Thanks. Do we have... Do you want me to, like, disguise you like I used to do for... Olga? <laughs> you get a side glance uh, from, from her defensive position. She just very slightly turns her head and looks at you. I just mean, like, if the guards see this poster and they see you, they may make a connection and cause some issue. I don't care what you did. What are you gonna do? Make my feathers um, white? Turn me into a cat? Can you do that? No, just probably just cover you in some kind of cloak thing. Just start casting my uh, silent image to be like, on, on myself. I can do this kind of cloak. I can do kind of a misty thing. I can do I can do just about anything you'd want to see. Oh, oh, do me. I make a I make a thorn standing next to thorn. <laughs> he looks stern. He looks stern and, di and disapproving. Can, can you do my <laughs> voice, though? No. No, it's still me. <laughs> I, I, oh, let, let me give it a try. Um, can you do my voice, though? That that's almost. Does perfect. this kind of sound like Thorn? I guess. <laughs> that's uncanny. Indeed, it is, my friend. 
I do declare I like what you're doing. And then, then I use, um, hang on, what have I got? Do I have, um, I'm sure I've got uh, Disguise Self. Yes, I do. I cast Disguise Self and make myself look like a cow. Oh, you guys are terrible. Well, you just got a lot better looking. How about that? Is, is that uh, okay? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But I, neither of us need to do anything. It's it's thick, or we need to make sure that we lounge. Um, she is, she's turning away her head and looks even, even further, even further away in the distance, like not even straight ahead. She's turning her head away. And it takes like two seconds and then barely visible she she does like a circling motion with a finger on her uh, towards her head as in do your thing oh okay i just uh you have a preference of like what you would like to just flowing red cloak gotcha flowing red cloak that covers up kind of her uh her sight but but because it's an illusion and she knows it's an illusion she can see through it Hope you're happy. I, I'm, I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to help. I mean, so yeah, it is nice actually seeing, seeing myself. It, it it's it's like um, it's like a mirror, isn't it? Uh, I mean, it's a very it's just nice. Like it's. Do we, do we do that thing in the movies where you move a hand and I move the hand? Yeah, Just... sure, sure. I... <laughs> I think you're. I think I'm more attracted to, to this than I was the knoll. Uh, look, I, I have to say that's not surprising. Huh? It's like think of all the, the horrible things two of me could get up to. I know, right? Uh, and I'm going to add, like, three different thorns standing behind thorn. <laughs> so there's two cows, three thorns, and Erica, and a, and a floating cloak. Yeah, uh, cloak. Fascinating. That's fucking great that you guys can do all this shit, but weren't you going to, like, try to leave the city as soon as possible or something? Oh, right, right, yeah. Okay, I'm going to head into the... Uh... Harbor Master. I close off everything but the cloak on clicker. There is a couple of other things that you do notice on the notice board. Uh, you notice that there is because it's it in in many ways it's also kind of has some of the like the headline news type things where some there's a a, a, a title that's there. Why were the sky? Why was the sky guard Griffins over the hunt? And is Sun Lord Farik? The general Sun Lord Farik practicing military maneuvers. The search for the Golden Falcon uh, Antiquities ex manager Hazizi continues. Lieutenant Ramses investigates the murder of the Counselor of Architecture. Is the is the jungle of Kush growing once more? So I'll just throw a bunch of those titles inside the chat window. So you notice a bunch of stuff like that, and in the top right corner of the notice board 
you see uh, the harbor. You see harbor master off harbor. The harbor off the harbor master office is on the top of the notice board, and then in the top right of the notice board, uh, it shows the two names. It says one name says Kieran Misra. And the other name says Matilda Lloyd. And Matilda Lloyd is, uh, you can see that uh, an illusion, magical illusion has lit up her, that name. And uh, under that, it says, the, the um, above those names, it says Harbor Master. You think that that's the current one on duty right now? I uh, suspect so. Looks like it. I'll drop the disguise self for now. Um, go back to me looking like I am, and um, we'll head to see if we can find Matilda. Is is Clicker still disguised? Yeah. I uh, yeah. I'm, I'm keeping it up as long as. Okay. I just so need to keep winter, concentration. You're you're going inside the office. Uh, who is? Thorn is. Is that what you said you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, Clicker Thorn do that because he's pretty good at it, and then I'll keep in within fifteen feet of Clicker so that I can maintain the cloak. So you walk inside the office, Thorn, and it's like you would expect, or like what you remember as well, with a lot of political buildings. Um, inside, you see that there is a lot of a lot of white marble. You see that the roof is ten feet up or the ceiling is 10 feet up, and there's a large desk, uh, more like a counter, uh, because it goes in the from the center of the room, it goes to the, each side of the wall, and then there is a glass in front, and you can see a woman uh, sitting behind that counter uh, f with her face towards you, and she's writing in a ledger or a book in front of her. Hello and uh, well met. Um, I am looking for. I think she holds uh, up her Davis. finger as you as you speak. You know the, the the one her index finger holds up for a bit. She continues writing for uh, another few seconds, and then she puts very intentionally puts the quill back in into the its holder, and then looks up at you, steeples her fingers. How may I help you? Did you did you did you, did you drop? Uh, this guy's self, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, um, it's Cal. <laughs> <laughs> My twin brother is outside. Um, is is your name uh, Matilda? That's correct. And you see, when you look at her, you can see that she uh, she's elf marked, uh, i.e., half half elf. Uh, she looks like she's in mid years, but she looks like on the the younger side of her mid years, but you also know that that I mean, in human years, that that could mean she's like sixty years old. She is very—you can see that her posture is very upright, uh, like her shoulders are back, and when she steeples her hand, like the way she's sitting in her in her, she's very clearly giving you her attention. But her posture is one that doesn't look like someone who's at ease. Uh, well met, Matilda. We are looking for um, a passage. That is Harbor Master Matilda, if you may. I apologize. Uh, Harbor Master Matilda Lloyd, 
Um, I'm looking to see um, if we could uh, secure some uh, passage uh, from Perbatstedt to uh, a, an external location along the river. Is that possible? Yes, of course. Everything is possible. What date are you looking for? There's a number of ships that should be leaving in, in the next few days. Uh, which one's the uh, earliest? How early are you looking for? I mean, is there anything leaving today or tomorrow? Today? Well, a ship that takes passengers. No, not a ship that takes... Well, <laughs> if you happen to be a passenger from the... From the the Bazaar of Lamentation, then yes, of course you could be a passenger then. She laughs at her internal joke. And you recognize the Bazaar of Lament Lamentation, the, the, the bazaar that's north of the Endless Bazaar, uh, which is basically the bazaar that you were really close by in the Cyclops' Lair. That's the bazaar that is famous for being the place where they, they buy and sell slaves. Right, okay. Um, so, uh, nothing today. What about tomorrow? Not tomorrow, but the next day, yes, indeed. Okay. But I do know the captain of the Just Pazuzu. I'm sure if you went and gave Captain Jorma, well, I, I imagine he could, he might charge you a penny or two for passage. But I, from what I understand, he's taking a, a number of, of kobolds up to Cormel. He's speaking of the uh, sleigh ship. Yes, that's the one that's leaving. Uh, and she looks and she thumbs through her book in a bit. Should be just before, just before lunch. I see. And we, is it heading downriver or upriver? Uh, that's heading up towards the coast, Cormel. And you know Coromel is, yes, up the, up the river, not back towards the jungles of Kush, but heading towards the, the, the Mediterranean. Well, that would be downriver, right? Okay, yes, right, downriver. <laughs> My bad. Sure, it's up the map, but... Yes, yes, you're right, downriver. Okay, um, so I've just brought the map up. Where, where exactly is it going? It's heading to... Uh, here, I guess I'll open up the continent map here. Oh, I've, I've got it open at the moment. I'm just, I'll just there's a share few it things. for everybody. Can't really go upriver, can you? It's not much So if river. you zoom in on Nuria Natal, you guys are here at Purbastet. I hope you can see my pink arrow, yep. or purple arrow. Coromel is just downriver over there. Right, okay. That before Perbastet, that looks like there's a there's a mountain range there with with Perbastet. Can it can we actually go upriver at all or not? Yeah. So the way so there's there's a waterfall that's before uh, just where Perbastet is. So uh, here is where that city is rising up out of the sand. Anuasir is that's uh, the ruins of Anuasir that's coming up. But there is. Um, Kind of like a small waterfall like a very small tapui and then there is a, a, the river starts to widen where where Purbastet is it's right at that in, in that area because that's where these large statues of the gods have been carved that are just more or less well on the on the main map uh so if you if you're looking at this map I, as well 
So that you that's, only really travel downriver then, basically, from here. You could travel downriver, but to go upriver, uh, it is possible, but not from this harbor. Yeah, okay. Alright, cool. Um, I see. Um, and uh, the the uh, next, one, next one after that, uh, in, in a couple of days' time, where they two days from now. That's correct. Where, where, who, who is the uh, the uh, captain, and, and where are they headed? That is, you got me there, you bastard. <laughs> Gotta check my options. That is Captain Sella Redstone, and she would be heading to Laxor, which is right, almost near the the opening into the Mediterranean. And um, what does she trade in? Well, that's just a merchant vessel. She's not a trader. She just is a merchant vessel carrying mer merchant goods. I see. Works okay. for the Merchant Guild. I, I have to uh, speak to my colleagues, but um, I appreciate your uh, input. Um, ha Harbor Master uh, Matilda Lloyd. If you do want to find Captain Jorma, he's out at the inn called the, a fish, a fish in a bowl. That's the inn that's next to the city guard's office. His ship is just off that large dock. So you I know that the city guard's office. Really big plastic hints. Hey. I keep getting hit by really large plastic hints. Plastic hints. That's the city guard office. The the inn is somewhere over here, and this is the the dock that she was referring to. The second time you've mentioned the city guard office. In about 30 minutes. <laughs> it's almost as if uh, the city guard may be looking for one of us. And there's oh. there, the barracks for, for the Legion of Wajet is right there. I just found out that this is uh, where the barracks are. Because that, that came in the, the new Kickstarter that I got. Oh, okay, for, cool. For, for the Southlands. I didn't know that that's where that was. I knew that there was the Legion of Wajet. I didn't have much knowledge of what, what it was comprised of. And then it just said that gold, the golden barges come from that dock there. And I had made that the city guard office a long, long time ago. But there's, there's numerous city guard offices everywhere. In every district, there will be a local office. So you haven't got your um, Fantasy Grounds um, modules for it yet? Uh, I do. I do, but um, I'd have to say that they rushed to get the modules ready to be released at the same time as the PDF because they're they, they could be done better. Ah, uh, okay. Because they mentioned like they'll mention a number of characters and they'll say, "Well, this is like a a bandit captain, blah blah blah," and it would have been nice if they just inside Fantasy Grounds they just okay just make that as an NPC that you could refer to instead of you haven't come in later and, and do it yourself. Yeah. Anyway, because it does, it's like what? It's memory. Like right now, my Fantasy Grounds runs at pretty high. Four gigs of RAM. That's a lot. Mm. All right. Well, lots of shit open in the background. Yeah, yeah. I'll head back outside uh, and um, I'll, I'll move move up to Clicker and Cal. Okay. Um, the harbor master was there and uh, she mentioned there's a uh, boat leaving today just before lunch Beautiful. Uh, in, the, 
is a slave ship, though. That's the less uh, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the next ship after that is in about two days' time. Both heading downriver. Um, that's pretty much where where you go from here. Not much of an upriver trade, but uh, I don't know. It's all a bit. Uh, it's a bit uh, um, tricky. Whichever way we go, we could try and hard out for a couple of days, um, and then uh, try on the uh, that that second boat. I don't feel like uh, heading down on a uh, slave slave boat. I would assume they, Clicker would agree with me. She nods. They do have my blood, so there's a chance they could just use that to find me. Yeah, that's your um, problem. Okay, so your suggestion I don't stay with the party for... No, day. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Um, Come on. I mean, oh, I mean, sorry. Did just you just said it so seriously? It felt so. I mean, don't get me wrong. It hurt. Um, <laughs> You'll get used to it. Uh, but uh, I mean, the slave ship's going anyway, right? I mean, it is. Now the uh, the uh, captain of that slave ship uh, was indicated to me to a uh, an inn that's probably a little bit uh, ten minutes south of here. So um, we could speak and see um, what kind of deal we can muster with him. But um, like I said, uh, not not the uh, most uh, agreeable of uh, ships. Yeah, um, it is distasteful. I mean, you could always free the slaves. But yeah. Mutiny, have your own boat. Do we? <laughs> uh, um, I mean, yes, that has its attractions, but uh, we're trying to keep a low profile, right? All rom it's all romance. It's just being romantic. It's fine. Um, right. Like 90%, 80% not serious. 80% not serious. 70. Um, I just mean, are you, the, the, the point is you don't want to give current money to slavers. Because otherwise they're going anyway. It's not like you not being on the boat is stopping them from being slavers. I mean, you could be uh, taken as a slave on the boat. They could try. Yeah, they could try. Then, 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 then we get that seventy percent up to a hundred percent. Not joking. What do you think, Clicker? She, her, her lids, eyelids flicker, and she uh, disgustedly shakes her head. Hmm. I assume you have some history with slavers. Yes, we do. Yeah, not fun. Certainly not it. Fun. I don't. Not not outside of family business. Sorry, what's that about a family business? You don't trade in slaves, do you? No, no, of course not. But I mean, as a group of mercenaries, I'm. Uh, 
sure that they've dealt with slavers before. Either taking jobs from them and or jobs to kill them, you know. I see. Well, I think we're going to have to wait here a couple of days. I think that seems yeah. to be the long and short of it. If someone comes for you, um, we'll have to deal with it when we deal with it. So we're going to wait for a different ship. Is that what, what we're deciding? I mean, that's my preference, and I feel like that's Clicker's preference. What about you, Erica? I mean, I don't, I don't see a problem with it, but obviously I'm not going alone, so... Um, yeah. What about other means to leave this city? I mean, if if we really just want to leave the city, nothing is stopping us from, you know, getting enough food and drink and start walking. Or see if we can join some of the trading caravans. Also, probably because of the new year, nobody will be leaving right now. Okay, so I assume commerce is still active. I mean, we can uh, keep, we can start walking north, following the uh, river. I quite like the um, maybe get hired on as a guards to some kind of caravan thing. Yeah, that could work. It'd be slower, but maybe they'd be less likely to. I'm after us in large crowd, larger crowds. Yeah, safety in numbers. Okay, where would the uh, caravans um, set up? I I would know where that used to be. I don't know if it's relevant information anymore. You would know that. Historically, it was the caravans would all come either via sand ship or via camel to the sand ship harbor, which is number 28 on the map. And then from there, uh, all along the Great Dust Road is where all the warehouses are uh, in, in that bring where all the goods will eventually end up in like the bazaars, like the Grand Souk uh, number 20 and the Endless Bazaar 21. Well, we could uh, head that yeah. way. Now, the, the other elephant in the room, as it were, is uh, I was kidnapped by Jessica, as I mentioned before. Oh, right. And, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. And I, I know where she took me. Now, I don't know whether my gear is there, but it would be nice if I could collect it. Um, but does that seem like a smart thing to do? I'm not sure. Well, what did you have? Was there something that you cannot replace by eventually making some money and buying it? I would say no. Everything can be replaced, but um, it'll make life difficult in the short term. Is there anything in particular that um, you need? I mean, uh, off the bat, I wouldn't mind getting a, a a 
certainly a well-priced pearl because it seems we've collected some items that uh, have the ability to uh, learn of their uh, capabilities, but I need that pearl. That would be in the short term. I mean, that's right, that I also armor, changed forms and all those weapons. Yeah. And where, where is the place that you suspect your stuff might be? Uh, I describe the location. So uh, it's in the, it's just south of the uh, monument district, like uh, on the south side of the uh, river of sand. So it's actually like roughly on the way. From it, the Wharf District to um, to the Camel Gate. It is a little bit, yes. So maybe let let's go stop by, take a look, and see like how crowded it is, how guarded it is, what what's going on, and maybe we can, you know. Actually, no. Uh, actually, no, uh, because uh, we're all exhausted. I mean, I'm not exhausted, but I'm a bit out of spell slots. I'm tired. I could still do things. I just probably can't do them very. Like, I'll well, probably not do them very. I can. I can kill something if you want me to kill it. Anything else, I'm probably not particularly good at. Uh, I mean, we don't have to do this today. Um, if we, if uh, I think it would be better if we're at our peak, which means we should probably find a place to rest up for certain. Okay, uh, I would suggest that maybe let's go to the uh, to the gate where the caravans are stopping because they would certainly have a lot of like guest houses and they constantly have people coming and going. It we wouldn't attract too much attention. I think it's easier to get lost in the crowd, uh, in my opinion. And then maybe uh, what I want to do is uh, you know get some certainty to know when we are leaving and to know then what how much time do we have to sort out our things in the city that we want to do before leaving Take on the way on the way um that sword was going to be ready correct at merrick's giant that's right at 4 p.m so, ah it's 4 p.m damn it all right. When is the last time Clicker has seen the spark, by the way? When is the last time Clicker seen what? The spark. Uh, last time Cal had it out. Up in the bathhouse. Yeah. Sorry, where? In the bathhouse, when you guys, before you went into okay. the crypts underneath the bathhouse. So I think uh, as they were talking about leaving the city and uh, she just mentioned what she wanted to do possibly beforehand or to figure out what she wanted to do, um, Clicker suddenly focuses on Cal. Cal? I Show me the spark. Okay. Um... He says the uh So how rocks. are you going to do it? You're you're just gonna are you just kinda just paint a picture for me of, of how yep. you're going to show this. Yep, Cal Cal is just gonna say the words outright. Rockfell, 
And then he's going to pull his hand into the bag and pull at the spark. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you. he says the words Rockfell, and then he uh, he pulls the canopic jar out of the bag, and you can see the canopic jar right there on his Feel hand. Feel perfectly fine. No gods taking it. No Fingers one else can get to it. Rockfell! And reaches into her backpack and pulls out her hand, but there's nothing in it. Hmm. Understand. Seems to have been attuned to me, and I say it again. Rock fell, and it disappears. Give me, um, Cal. Give me a shit. What was it now? Hold on a second. Quests, Something at disadvantage. Quests, quests, quests. And this is a saving throw. Give me your wisdom saving throw. Okay. Natural 20, as it is 24. <laughs> uh, I love it. Okay, I'm taking you to the channel. Okay. I just like making you roll that because the reality is it doesn't matter that you roll a natural 20 it's still not going to be high enough <laughs> oh sad you, you need to get another level uh and put something more into into your wisdom if you're going to stop this from happening you need a 25 i mean in all honesty uh well no he did he you just have to increase his, like at level what nine the uh proficiency goes up and he's proficient in wisdom saving throws so that would go up with him there you go but uh but it regardless uh that'd still be a natural 20 he would have to roll yep. every time but you know what he doesn't really mind when when he gets taken away to, to to different places uh where gods gods and people talk to him it's usually good news yeah could yeah sure of course of course of course yeah always why, why wouldn't it be so you hear Revealing the canopic jar. Every time you do this, it can be sensed. Okay. New piece of information. Great. And the voice disappears. Sorry about that. Okay. And I'll take you back. Unless you had a question? No. Okay. Back. So as you guys are sitting there talking to Cal, of a sudden his eyes just go white for for like 15 seconds. And then they clear. New information. Uh, uh, um, apparently when I reveal the jar, it can be sensed by, you know, all the things that want it. Time to get out of here. Yeah, your slave ship. Uh, I think the slave ship is the uh, best answer here. Fuck it! Yeah. Yep. Well, it's, okay. it's gone again, so that's great. Okay, let's take a bio break then. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. I see I see how everyone's moral moral code works. <laughs> oh no, I can't be I can't go on a slave ship. That would be immoral unless I need to be. 
<laughs> it's perfectly reasonable. I, so I was already on the fence before that. So, and there's there's still the whole taking over the ship. Oh, a hundred percent could happen. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're. But I, I don't even need. I don't even get to use any of Cal's cool spells yet. I don't need I'm a cool just, one. I'm just thinking, like, but then we're on a ship that no one can pilot. Because I'm sure the slavers don't know how to do it, and we certainly don't. I mean, slaves do what you tell them. <laughs> I see what that. I see where you're going there. We've thrown off the oppressive yoke <laughs> yes, to add no. our own. Get the <laughs> Once we get off this ship, you are no longer slaves. But until that point, you will drive this ship. Oh dear. Um, I do want to take Mike into the separate channel again because I Ooh. realized something as I went to get my tea that I need to clarify. Okay. Okay. I did a shit job of explaining this. Um, so when you got the vision that told you uh, that the canopic jar was in the female change room inside the bathhouse... Mm -hmm. Uh, you were aware that uh, on picking it up that you had become attuned to it and you'd become aware that the canopic jar had the sequester spell on it. So mm. that you were aware of. And um, I think narratively how we would say this is that uh, she gave you the knowledge of what it did but maybe you didn't put it all completely together. And then when she said this time around, she was, it was clear that uh, now, now that ambiguity is very clear that whenever the canopic jar is, when you turn the sequester off in order to reveal it, because it's, it's not just sequester that's on it, but that the, the, the command word you do uh, is also makes it invisible. So it's not that it goes into a separate yeah. domain. It's just invisible. Oh, no, you, you, you've you explained yeah. that to me. I'm just lying to them. Okay. The other thing that you were <laughs> aware of was that, um, and this is not new information. This is what you would have been aware of was that so long as it was in the female change room, you, you were aware that she fixed it and whatever was broken on it on the jar had been fixed by her and that she had put it inside the female change room. And so long as it stayed in the female change room, um, her own power acted like a sequester to keep it from being detected while it was in there, even though it was visible. Then once you took it and picked it up and started using the command words, at that point, her protection dropped. So at that mm -hmm. point, anytime you bring it back and forth outside of that change room and having left that area, uh, now it's in your hands completely. Potentially pings, but because I can make it invisible, it turns that kind of a pa that that sequester or that in That's right. inability to be sensed back on. Yeah, kills yeah. the divination shit. Does he does he know how to use it? If he wants to like consume it. <laughs> <laughs> That, you know that's his goal, right? That, I do. That is his I goal. do know because you do said. I, I do mm. know because you do said. All you know is what she said there. So that, as character and player, that's all you know. So 
take it as what it is which was basically <laughs> you can do it see what as, happens. with it as you please do with it as you please you can you may live you or want. die you from the blah, experience blah, blah. you may come out as a snail you may come out as a demigod who knows well I, it's a game of chance my friend well <laughs> information exists so uh it's up to you guys what you guys do okay mm -hmm. okay cool thank you All right. So you guys are still standing outside. Is everybody back? I'm, I mean, I'm here. here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are still standing outside of the harbor office. Um, so what's the plan? Uh, I think we started moving the minute I said that. Right. We were just like, okay, we got to go. That's just not. Nope. Mm -mm, bad. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to walk along the, the wharfs uh, heading towards where that inn is? Is that uh, the plan to... Heading towards the inn with the captain, right? Captain, yeah, captain Yoma. Yoma. Of the slaver ship. Okay. Yeah. So as you start walking along the shoreline, uh, a little bit after Cal uh, informed you there, uh, you're a little bit extra vigilant as you're walking along. And as you're walking along, I mean, at the end of the bazaar here, uh, where some of the buildings end and it opens up to the big wide space where all the kiosks sits, there's like a little cafe there and you can't help but notice it's an outdoor cafe that um, the lady with the purple abaya is sitting there relaxed. Uh, looks like there's a couple of male uh, gnolls that are attending her. She's smoking on a narguile uh, and she has a, 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 a bit of birch in her hands that she's kind of just one hand has got the, the, the narguile pipe to blow the smoke rings and the other hand she's got this bit of birch and when she's not smoking on the pipe she's kind of got that and she's rubbing it against her teeth and very clearly she watches as you guys walk down the wharfs I mean good for her I give her okay. the stink eye she doesn't react okay is, so you guys continue attack? walking <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah roll for initiative alright stink eye <laughs> What was that? Is that a what saving throw? Was that? Yeah, that's. Um, I believe that's. Uh, what was it to be just slightly annoyed at someone? Saving throw. That'd be wisdom, right? <laughs> yeah. So you guys walk down to the end of the wharf, and sure enough, yeah, you get to the where the the legion's dock is, and um, the this dock at the end. Uh, you do notice that there is a river barge on it with it's got the um, paddle wheels on the to the left and to the right. I don't want to say this the the sea terms because starboard and port port, I suppose yeah. And you start walking uh, along, uh, looking for the inn uh, that Matilda had mentioned called uh, a fish in a bottle. And it's not difficult to find. You find that it's it's on the very corner there. I got a actually I got a pin. I'll reveal the pin. Poof. There you go. Hooray! Uh, so you walk into, or, or you you stand outside the inn. Okay, do? Um, do we know what Captain Jorma looks like? Is he a human? No. 
no one has said anything so far. Uh, all, all we know is just Captain Drone. She's terrible. There's a, there's a bartender, you know. Like... Okay, we'll walk in. Okay. This does so the music walk... stop? <laughs> you walk through the swinging saloon doors. You hear the familiar patang as someone spitting in a spittoon. And the music and the the piano, the uh, autoplay piano stops. How? Uh, no, you walk into the common room, and uh, the common room—it's uh, fairly empty. Fairly empty. You see a few patrons there uh, who are breaking their fast and whatnot, and you see there is a dwarf who is walking amongst the tables and, uh, you know, checking. He's got an apron on and and has a. A towel over one of his arms as he goes and check talks to the patrons. So I walk up to the um, the barkeep and goes, uh, "Greetings, um, I am looking for a uh, Captain Jorma. You wouldn't happen to know where he is?" Right, right. Uh, he might probably still be up in his room. He, I imagine he'd be coming down soon. I, he did say he was going to be leaving this morning. I see. Do you know when he'll be here? Do you know what he looks like? Yeah, he's a, a well-to-do uh, human fella. Always seems to be prim and proper, if you ask me. Would you like me to go up and knock on his door? Uh, if you wouldn't mind, I appreciate it. And who, wh- who might I say is calling? A uh, concerned citizen. Potential business partner. Business partner, concerned citizen, right. Well, I'm not sure he'll answer to that, but... He shocks his holder and he starts trottling off, uh, heading towards uh, a door on the, on the reverse side of the room. The opposite side of the room. And he exits through the door and you hear uh, his footstop, footsteps uh, fade, fade away. You guys do anything? Burn down the inn. Yeah, Clicker. Clicker is looking around for. Take a sit on a seat on a stool. Maybe spin it a little. Anything valuable. <laughs> Anything valuable. Mm-hmm. That's not tied down. No, she just she just wants to know uh, what this inn has in store. Uh, you mean to gauge uh, the general wealth of this place uh looking looking at the inn uh it is it is in very good condition uh this uh whoever the innkeeper is clearly takes good care of this place um it's from the outside you could see that there was a, it was a two-story building um you see that inside everything is well kept and seems to be ordered. Uh, it doesn't look battered and beaten from like bar fights or anything like this. It, it looks like a, a well kept establishment. And so you you notice that uh, there the door that the dwarf had gone through. Uh, there's that door, and then you also notice there's a couple of. Uh, double doors that are on the wall that's to the left of the door that he left through and you can hear the sounds of 
uh, kitchen noise coming, uh, floating through those double doors. She sits down, reluctantly. Okay. And it, it only takes about a, a couple of minutes before the dwarf comes back down. And uh, he's he looks at you guys up and down and says, uh, Can I get you anything while you wait? He said he'll be here when he's He'll be here when he's going to be here. I What's see. the special? <laughs> uh, today's special is some of... Uh, well, today's special is Grandma's Grilled Some of yesterday's special. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who is working the kitchens? My, this is my inn. My family works with me in the, keeping the place up to date, up, up, keeping the place running. I'll is have there, scorpion soup. Is there an actual nymph in the nymph and donkey pie? <laughs> no. They are annoying as hell, so you just, you know, you go out to the river, you sing a song. When one of them drop dead gorgeous nymphs come out, then you just shoot them between the eyes and you make a stew. He smiles as he says that. Are they delicious? <laughs> Everything we serve here is delicious. So wait, the special is the grilled grandma's grilled lamb and ram, but the special is considerably more expensive than that. It comes with it comes <laughs> with a couple other sides. You get dessert, but I'm not sure you'd want the special is something we serve in, in the evening. In the morning, it's just your regular morning uh, fare. I mean, we, I just, we, I haven't slept. Orc bacon and eggs. Yep, take that with the stout. With some stout, wow, righto. I mean, and he goes. And he, do you guys each, you can, if you want to take an order, you guys can take your order. And, and from that uh, inventory thing, you can just, I think you can just drag into the, the left thing, the um, cart items. Is the bacon and eggs thing on there? No. Uh, I just, I just cu curious actually. Choose one thing and just drag. I want to see if something shows up on my side. I've never actually tested this um, extension out. Okay, it does show up. Oh, and you can click buy. Okay, and it works. I All did. Right. And did it take the money away from me? It should have. It should have been automatic because that should have been. Okay, I have negative eight copper now. It didn't convert the silver <laughs> over, I guess. There's a oh, little black God. hole that sucks in copper coins until it makes it's sense. Filled. That makes oh, sense. Lord. So that would be something that does follow Cal around, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, any which way, the 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 bacon, uh, the orc bacon and eggs would just be uh, a silver. I, I already paid for the thing. I get missed out too, so I'll just make it the eighteen. <laughs> sure. So you can, you guys can pick up whatever breakfast you want, and he 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 goes back and takes your order back into the kitchen, and uh, 
Uh, after, as you're waiting for your, your breakfast, your breakfast does arrive and it's, you know, 15 minutes have passed and uh, you're well into your breakfast before uh, a very well-dressed man uh, in a uniform uh, comes walking down the stairs and he looks about the the common room there and his eyes focus on the group of people and he walks over to, to your t the table that you guys are sitting at and he's like, Captain Jorma, you were looking for me. We were. We're seeing whether you have a passage on your ship. He looks at you and his, his eyebrows furrow. You do know I'm a slave vessel. I don't take passengers. I'm aware of your uh, trade, but surely there's some space there for uh, some well-to-do passengers to uh, help uh, fill your coffers with a little more gold. Didn't the harbor master say that, you know, he would be reasonably interested in taking passengers potentially? What was the harbor master's name again? Um, Matilda. Matilda. You spoke with Matilda. Yeah. Yes, I did speak with Matilda Lloyd. I see. Harbor and she Master told you Matilda to come Lloyd. looking for me, did she? She did, yes. I see. Friends with Matilda, are you? Um, Great friends. Do you give me your uh, deception check? You guys can do it as a group if you like. Mm. Oh, who's who's helming it then? Is it me? Probably the person who said "great friends." Yeah. Uh, well, that's Clicker. <laughs> okay. Yep. So, as a group, just, means advantage. Yeah, just roll with advantage. Yep. And that is well, no, no, no. Sorry, as a group, a group check means you all roll, and then okay. it's it's the the average. Yeah. Uh, oh, lovely. okay. Good. It, it is perception, yes? Uh, deception. deception. Sorry. Deception. Deception. Perception. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. We gotta roll two more threes. Why Why do I have disadvantage? Because you're exhausted. Because you're exhausted. I'm still exhausted. Okay, have I, 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 have, I have missed what, what happened in the meantime, so... Yeah. Yeah, you guys haven't slept. You uh, escaped from the crypt... Mm -hmm. And by the time you escaped, it was six o'clock in the morning. And then you helped Volga. You got over here. It's right now. It's yeah. a, it's about. It's nearly nine o'clock in the morning. Gotcha. So, so I love this. I just like to point out that um, Clicker's the one that said "great friends." Thorn responded with "uh," and yet Thorn has <laughs> rolled a twenty-three. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe. I believe what Thorn said was uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So he looks he looks at the lot of you. Indeed. Great friends, I see. Look. Yes, it is true. I am leaving in a couple of hours. Passenger passengers on the ship, you're looking to come now? We you, you need to leave immediately, I'm guessing. I mean we can uh, leave in short notice, yes. 250 gold together that seems That's a little cost steep. and I will tell you on my ship I have a place where you can be on my ship you will not be with the slaves 
I, there's no way I can pass you lot when all I have on my ship is kobolds. There's a place in the ship. It won't be comfortable. You should be fine there. 250 gold to get you out of the city. I mean, that seems a, a, a mo modest steep. We're looking at uh, shaving off a little bit of that. He looks at you again. No. What else would you have to offer? My good company, sir. I have a skull <laughs> that tells you anything you want to know, or at least it did once. He looks at you. Show me. Well, at the skull. Is it working? Is it working? So you pull out the skull. It still wears the um, the bandana on on its head, uh, mm. seeming seemingly glued to its head from age. He looks at it. So how does it work? I don't know. It just talked at me once, so I took it. No command word. Maybe I don't know. If we had a pearl, then maybe he could tell us a thing or two about it. But I don't know if it's. It might have just been like a ghost. I just kind of started using it to like puppet. A pearl? Yeah. If you had a pearl, you could tell me if this was a magic item that could tell me my future. Might. Uh, 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 a recently uh, valuable pearl, yes. Uh, perhaps Priya has one. She tends to collect things like that. She's my first mate. 250 gold then, unless there's something else you've got. 300 gold for the for that and the pearl and we have a deal <laughs> the pearl is not mine the pearl belongs to Priya you'd have to negotiate for her the ship is mine if that is truly a magic skull that can tell me my future I might be able to drop the price if it's just a skull and a trinket I might throw you overboard. Two hundred fifty gold. You Unless you said something else. If, if you're paying, if you're paying the two hundred and fifty gold, why are you going to throw me overboard? For inconveniencing me. Well, I'm taking it, a risk here. You're trying to get out of the city. It sounds like. Shut up, Captain. You're a man of culture. He, his eyebrow raises. Indeed, I am. Good. Look at my and dress. You're a businessman. Indeed. So we're here to conduct business. Stop this nonsense with throwing overboard. That doesn't help anybody. It's just gonna get my feathers wet. Indeed. Well then, if you have the two hundred fifty gold, we can finish this conversation here, or something of equivalent worth, I imagine. You've got you've got enough tech to count. Uh, I have uh, not, when I looked at my my money earlier, it was uh, I thought I had ten. What do you call it? platinum? Turns out that was the copper section. Uh, I have a hundred. <laughs> I have I have I have a, I have a hundred and eight gold. Okay, I've got two hundred twenty-four. So we have enough. Clicker. I remember. Um, protrudes. No, not protrudes. Procures. The uh, 
the bag of holding and um, how yeah she she just reaches inside and and, and pictures does that work like that uh, she no. pictures the uh, okay good you have to run around so, in your bag of holding sorry <laughs> you have to root around bag. in your bag of holding the haberd sack is the one that just shows up in your hand okay so uh, I thought it was yeah, the same she, with the bag but okay I make I make that distinction five thousand gold versus five hundred gold there's a distinction All in right. my world. Um, Sorry. Anyway, she, so Quicker. she rummages around and, and, and uh, procures um, a lot of coins and she just starts shoveling it on the... On the As you're table. rummaging around, he kind of looks at you, Clicker, and he says, What's that on your arm there? I mean, he, she's wearing a illusionary cloak at the moment. Oh, is that covering up the arm? Okay, Every, never mind. It's a whole cloak. It's it's hiding up mostly everything. Other right, than never the, mind. I, I assume the the beak. Okay, he doesn't see that then. Sorry, go ahead, clicker. So yeah, she procures a total of uh, a lot of silver coins, a lot of copper coins, and a bit of gold amounting to a total of uh, 108 gold and a couple of extra so 108 gold 108 oh. gold and three copper yeah so she she leaves the three copper and puts them in her purse in her personal purse so 108 gold. I'll put down 100 gold. Or I'll put down 50 then. One question for you, Clicker. Yeah. Um, of the stuff that you give him, you have that one pouch. You're not in the one pouch that you'd got. You'd, that is um, not touched. Okay. It's uh, it's it's the stolen coins from the Cyclops Lair. Oh, you're right. Far out. Okay. <laughs> so you guys uh, re just remove that from your inventories then. So you put you you manage to uh, put on the table there before you uh, the full price. <laughs> and he 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 collects that and scoops it into a very large pocket that he has on his uh, his. A very nice blue coat and scoops it all in in there quite a large pocket indeed uh and he nods at you my ship is that one on the at the very edge of the dock near where the legion of wajet is i'm heading there now if you if you want to come with me come now otherwise when you arrive just announce yourselves your names again Our, our names, our names are not part of the contract. I need to have you identified by the first mate. What might I call you then? Um, travelers. A fish in a bottle. After this inn. Uh, I think that that could suffice. Yes. Just announce that. I'll let my first mate know that you'll be along shortly. 
Are we going to... Do we have anything else to do? Sorry, you were going to say something, Erica? Yeah, when are you leaving exactly? He, he, it's, he says, uh, we'll be leaving at noon on the dot. Today at noon. When the sun reaches its zenith. Uh, How long what? is it from now? Three and a half roughly, hours. Roughly three hours. Okay, good. I say he turns we, uh, on his heel and he gives you guys a nod and he puts on his hat and heads out the door. Hands behind his back as he walks. Very much the the presence of someone who's prim, proper, and feels austere and full of himself. What are you guys going to do? Well, do we have uh, any other present business here before we head to the ship? One and Eric, a half. Yeah. Erica had to go to her... Yeah, I, I want to run by and see what's going on there. Say goodbye if there is somebody to say goodbye to her. And then you want her to try to get your bag or your stuff. Well, I'm happy to leave that bag behind. I think it's going to be too far, far away. Uh, DM, where is uh, my former temple and would I have... I assume the city is not that big if I, you know, go real quick. There's there's numerous temples in every district. So there's to all the major gods, especially the gods of the city. And in Perbastet, the main gods in Perbastet are, of course, Bastet herself. But then the other main gods would be Anuakma, Aten, Ninkash, and Wajet. So there would be, in every one of the various districts, you would find temples to uh, large temples and, and, of course, much smaller ones to, to the gods, to those gods specifically. So I'm, I'm looking to visit Anuakma's temple where I sort of grew up. Yeah. So, oh, where you grew up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about where you grew up in terms of the city. Uh, what well, we could just say that you would know, you would remember that there, um, you would remember where the main large temples are in each district. So we can pretty much say that, say this big yellow building right here, this yellow pyramid here, that could be a temple of Anuakma. Okay, great. I was afraid it's in the Jekyll's district or... Well, there is, the there is, yeah, there is the huge, um... I think there's a huge, a huge pyramid for Anuakma somewhere too. I can't remember which one it is though. Anyway, yeah, we'll say that that yellow one is a small, a small temple. None of the numbered pyramids are uh, listed as Anuakmas. So okay. All right. You can no worries then. It but I, I assume, yeah, I know it because even though the, the city has changed, they. Yeah, they wouldn't move a big fucking temple. Large pyramid-based temples, no. So yeah, you you could go uh, to that temple, but in terms of what you sent me today, don't don't expect me to have anything prepared with regard to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just um... okay. Uh, so you that we'll say that that yellow temple there is a, tem a temple for Anuakma. So that you know that's really only you know, 10, 15 minute walk from where you guys are now uh, to get to Merrick's place, even though your your blade won't be ready until uh, four, uh, that would probably take you half hour to get there. 
I mean, I'll, I'll go to the um, guard office to see if my gear is there, but I'm assuming it's not going to be the, the nearest one. Uh, so you, if you went to the city guard's office, uh, yeah, you could go in and check. Um, there's always this area, uh, and, and of course they have a very similar entrance as what I was describing for the harbor office, where it has one of those entablature type enter entrances. And uh, they're off... There's the main uh, desk, and then to the left is a specific desk or counter space where you would go for looking for your lost goods. And if you ask there, uh, they would base you. You could tell them what you're looking for, and if it had been lost in their district, they would have it, uh, or or may have it in that district unless someone else picked it up. But when you go to this city guard's office, uh, your your stuff isn't at that one. Yeah, not surprising. And if you ask about where the city guard office is inside uh, the monument or guard district, uh, they would give you the locations of that. So you know that the city guard office in the monument district, and I hope you're looking at the map as I point this out, I am. is over here. Yeah, yeah. I can reveal, I'll just reveal that pin because they'll tell you and explain that to you. Yeah, but I don't so, have time to get there. That's like. No, you wouldn't there and back unless you uh, uh, paid for like an earth sled or something yeah you could if you paid for like an earth sled yeah for sure like a fast moving uh, taxi of sorts yeah but it's just it's highly risky too so I'm not going to do it <laughs> yeah that's that's the that that green pin that I just revealed here that that is the that's the guard district and the monument district is the it's its office is right near the city gates if i had here. a day i would be doing it but we don't even have a day so i'm not uh, tramping around the city looking for stuff that would would be kept anyway unless you found so. another another way to hide No. <laughs> that's, Keep that's casting invisibility on yourself. That's all you need to do. I mean, I cast invisibility on myself last time, and I was still captured. So, hey, mm -hmm. not doing that again. Best thing is just to leave. Eat. Are you, or are you going to go to the ship and speak to the first mate? Or are you going... Is Erica, That's what I'm doing, just yeah. following Erica first. I'll go with Erica, guess, just in we'll, case we'll stick, we'll she wants... With Erica. To, uh, so, make sure that she gets... You know... If we, all, if we get attacked, we all get attacked together. Okay. So you guys uh, head off following Erica, and as she goes into the streets, you know, you can see that uh, when she she walks down the street, whenever there's a side street, you know she, you look left and right. Um, there's all so many changes, but thankfully you can see the pyramid sticking up above the rooftops, and you're pretty sure that that's right. So it does take you uh, 20 minutes to get there instead of the the 15 minutes, but you do arrive at the temple. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna enter. Okay. I'll stay outside. Okay. What's Clicker doing? Same. Okay. Are you staying outside with? Yeah. Okay. And Thorn? Yeah, I'll stay outside as well. Okay. So Erica, you go in by yourself. 
And like most temples of Aten, the the, in, the inner layout of the uh, smaller smaller temples or the mid-sized temples, it's all the same. They're, the layouts are always the same. So are there any priests inside? What's going on inside at this time? Yeah, uh, it's still early in the morning. Uh, so it's now close to 9.30. Uh, so yeah, there would be a... In fact, at 9.30, actually, there would be a ceremony going on. There'd be mass. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. And it's not going to end anytime soon. Yeah, it would be another half hour before mass finishes. I'm going to stay for a bit, uh, look at the priests and uh, visitors to see if I recognize anybody. They also have, like, most mid-sized temples as well. Like, they've got uh, uh, those little booths off to the side if you want to go and... Um, speak your mind and seek forgiveness or things like this like your confession booths type thing very catholic no this is this is very anuakma <laughs> <laughs> okay would i know um, is there anybody or the clergy in the booth at this time uh you would just go and check and I'll, if you went check, go and check yeah so you go in and you sit in one side and do you say anything? Good morning. Anybody there? And a female voice answers. How might I help you, daughter? Yes. Um, sorry, I'm not here exactly to pray or ask for forgiveness. Um... My name is Erica. Are you seeking death? Not exactly. Justice, then? I'll explain. Um, I uh, used to live at this temple, and I trained here as one of the seekers. I was supposed to leave for my journey a long time ago. But the circumstances... It was complicated. I was sort of incapacitated for a long time. But I will be living now. I wanted to ask um, about some people. Okay. Who are you looking for? Are you looking for clergy? Do you know Zunork's sweet cloak? Does his name say anything to you? She's quiet for a long moment. I... Well, quite a few years ago, long dead, there was a Zunork sweat cloak who was, um... One of the trainers. Yeah, he's been dead for decades. I know who he was. I... yes. My he rest in peace. He deserved it. What about blood hands? Draw blood hands. Would she happen to be still alive? 
No. The gnolls don't tend to have long lifespans. She too. She didn't live... Well, I think she... Actually, if I remember right, she died before Zunork. But she was younger than him. Well, she wasn't a matron. Matrons tend to live... Uh, matrons of the female gnolls tend to live a little bit longer, but... No. I mean, I'd have to go look through the records. It's not uh, necessary. It's been quite a few years. Who is... Who are you that you are looking for the dead? In fact, well... It could be. I have not seen them. Would they have been cremated? As per tradition. Ah, well, then they won't be part of the dead. And of course, you know that when she says the dead, she's referring to, because even back when you were, Mm -hmm. um, when you were there, the dead were, um, still as they are today in Perbestet in terms of some dead yeah, 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 return. Yeah. This, okay. Um, walkers. Yes, walkers. Mm-hmm. Very well then. Um, I, I will leave and go um, to do what I'm supposed to do. I have a debt of gratitude to pay. Well, you know that when you have a debt like that, you can't leave that unpaid. I certainly cannot. Uh, Would you kindly bless me, Mother, for my journey? Of course. And uh, so she opens up the door and leaves her side and and comes to your side. And uh, she opens the door to your side and she gives you kneel for the blessing well the blessing tends to be a little bit of a, a bit of bloodletting where she slices uh your 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 up to you what you want to slice but it's a mingling of blood mm-hmm. for um, yeah okay and she says fulfill your task daughter i'll do my best By the power of Anokama. She nods. By the power of Anokama. I'm trying really hard not to cry. And I'll thank her, her and I leave. She looks at you for a long, long time, uh, staring at your, your face and your hair. And she shakes her head. And uh, she doesn't return to the confession booth, but... She walks along the side of the temple, uh, heading back to where you know some of the back offices are. I give just one last look at the temple. It like it's the same building, but it doesn't even feel like home anymore because none of the people who made it home for me are not there. And I leave. Are you guys doing anything while she's inside? Because it, she's gone for a good ten minutes. Mm, no, not really. Just Rock, paper, scissors, an eye out. Oh yeah, 
Never mind. I got a game to play. The rock. I'm done. We can go. Paper. Damn it. <laughs> so is this the last one? Well, uh, one to two rock. Two okay. three. Okay, three, I've four. got scissors now. So you Paper, come out and it. you see <laughs> these new companions of yours are playing doing this weird thing where they hold their hands and they do they go they do three strikes and then they make these odd gestures at each other. Like my traveling with children, what the fuck? Okay, guys, stuff to do, ship to catch, you know, limited time, let's go. Let, let's head out, yeah. So you, are you heading to the boat then, or? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so you walk back and you get to the boat and it'll be, uh, probably close to, to quarter after ten uh, when you arrive at the boat and so you come out onto the dock in the boat you see that the, the river boat is there and you can see that it says just just Pazuzu I think I wrote that down didn't I you did yeah. yes okay uh, what do you do I walk up to I'm assuming the, sec, uh, the first mate is there mm -hmm. uh, you can see that there's activity uh in fact, here, let me see. You see. So you see that there is a plank that leads out onto the deck of the dock. And it's the plank is right here. On the top, on the front side of the, the boat. And the front of the, the, the front of the boat is pointing towards the, towards the shore. Okay, I still can't see the picture at the moment. Yeah, probably. it's not, oh, it's not coming for me either. Oh, it's okay. probably line of sight issues, unless if you have uh, to put uh, us uh, on. Uh, that uh, makes right. sense. I'll dump you guys over here. There you go. Yeah, I see it. So you see a lot of activity uh, back over here at the rear side uh, as you see a number of people rushing about. Uh, you do not see Captain Jorma. Do I see a female? Uh, you do see a female who is uh, standing at the back, near the back, and shouting uh, uh, towards a couple of other uh, people who are moving about. And then you see her as she starts uh, walking up the set of stairs on the side of the boat here. I'll do my best to walk up to her seeing whether um, are you going to get on the, you're going to walk up the plank uh start walking up the plank i guess I'm calling out i'm looking she for, stops in uh, mid-step and she's like who the hell are you walking up on my ship uh, uh excuse me ma'am i am looking for the uh, folks first mate um to uh captain joma would that be you per chance i i'm priya I believe um, Joma said that we have to say a uh, fish in the bottle to uh, indicate we have a passage on this boat. Ah, you. And so she continues to walk up and she walks uh, over and you see that she, and then she comes down these stairs and comes to the front of the plank. She looks left and right. Quickly now, quickly. Less eyes to see. Move your, move it. 
and get and on. she, she get, asks you to rush on board, and she tells you those stairs, double time now, move it. Which which stairs? Uh, she tell she gestures to the stairs here, uh, saying down those stairs, and she uh, ushers you guys into the next part of the ship, and I'll drop you all there. Oh, it's a blank map again. It's so dark in the in the bottom of the ship. Oh, oh, my eyes so are adjusting. Oh, <laughs> so she takes okay. you to the the. Could um, you're moving about? You, yeah, there. You shouldn't be able to move anymore. The hell? That works for me. It. Uh, it looks like if you've already got your finger down and moving oh, it, oh, and if you when let you go, lock it, it keeps going. When you let go, it locks you. Ah, neat all. Okay, good to know. Uh, so she she takes you down and she goes and she she stands with you. I guess I could probably put a token on for her. Uh, if not attacking, you're not super important to have. Ladder token, ladder token. <laughs> I'm waiting for this for months. <laughs> I want to see the A or the B. Maybe a P, the D. obviously. Maybe we a love P the D for Priya. There you go. There's Priya. So she's like, so you're the ones. Oh, good God, Thorn, you're such a <laughs> jerk. Uh. You're the ones who are looking to get out of the city. Uh, that we are. And, Do you uh, have everything that you need? Because once you go below, I'm not opening this up again until we are well past the gates. Uh, we uh, have everything we need, I believe. We're going further below? She says, me. and she leads you to the front of the boat over here. I basically follow her in this yeah. curious pattern. I will. I will remove the token lock. And Clicker. she starts pushing. Oh. She starts. Can you guys all see, by the way? Yeah. Because it's dark down there. There's no light. I cast light. Okay. So uh, I she was starts. just about to say, good. Clicker lights a candle. Okay. She starts pushing uh, this big uh, crate out of the way and reveals there's a trap door there. And she says, It'll be tight. Once you get down there, you'd, you've got to be quiet. And you'll be down there for a good number of hours because we are not leaving until 12. So you can stay here. There will be Harbor Master uh, Matilda will be coming by and with the shield up, I think that maybe some of the Legion might be coming, so that will be about 10 minutes before we leave. I feel this looks like a uh, smuggling trapdoor. Would that be correct? She looks at you, her eyes dead. None, None of your business. <laughs> Good. I didn't hear what so... Priya said. What did Priya say? None of your business. And Clicker at the same time said, uh, "None of your, none of our concern," and just moves towards the trapdoor, opens it if it's not opened by Priya, and just can moves I down do there an inside check to, to see what she's actually 
actually yeah, sure. think. If you want to give an insight check. That's a 16 for 22. Yeah, it is absolutely clear to, to you that she is shrugging you off and she's not going to tell you shit. I walk up so, and stab it. No, no, I'll go into the <laughs> I walk up and stab it. <laughs> it's Jessica in disguise! I know it! <laughs> so, um, she, now she, uh, as Clicker's starting to move. Captain did mention that you were looking for a pearl. And that you might have something to trade for it. I do have um, some valuable, yes. But well, I would what have exactly to look at is this. That... I would have to look at the uh, pearl first to see if it's worth my while. And she does a little bit of some very uh, sly and quick maneuvers. Clicker's head slowly rises over the edge of the trapdoor. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if you if you know that uh, polar bear that like preys on the on the seal. Oh, you're down. You're just... the trapdoor, and you've just got your heads poking up over the yep. edge. Yeah. Uh, we have masterwork weapons to trade. And she looks Not over. The sword. Indeed. And who is the master of these blades? They are from the Pallet Court. Her eyes raise up. I see. That indeed might be something worth trading. Can we see the uh, gem? Uh, her gesture, although she tries to do it surreptitiously, uh, the words that Clicker say were enough that you caught her uh, moving about at it looks like some form of a secret pocket that she has amongst her and she pulls out a uh, hold on a second here i'm going to drop it inside the uh party sheet will that work that could well suffice uh, i'll give you 200 she, in her hand she's got a very, very, very round black pearl in her hand. I'll give you 200 gold for that pearl. Well, <laughs> I know it's worth a, a penny more than that. Let's see what it is that you have to trade. Flicker, in the meantime, yeah, I, I started rummaging through the bag of holding again. And, uh, seemingly out of nowhere just starts procuring a great sword, a long sword, a rapier then she puts the rapier back inside, a scimitar Cal picks up the long sword, pulls it back over by him that okay one's, that one's from me you can put whatever you want inside uh, are you gonna give her any of them? her, by the Although, uh, with your passive perception, Thorn, although her hair hides uh, her, her complexion a little bit, as the as Clicker starts putting these blades on the on the deck uh, in front of you, uh, she kind of 
moves her hair to the side and you notice that uh, she's elf marked. And she looks at you, Clicker. Hi, Ty. Asking you permission to pick up um, the uh, the scimitar that you place you place on the deck. Of course. So she picks up the scimitar and she holds it in her hand and she you know puts it on one index finger. Excellent balance. She looks at it and then you can see that she also then moves it towards the light that Thorn is generating as she looks up and down. And then uh, at one point she stops and then she very quickly puts the blade back down. Did you say you know who the master of these blades are? Does Clicker know exactly? Well, I mean, you know where you got them from. Yeah, that, that's what she already said. But she's... But we don't know exactly who made them, right? Also, I'm trying to open the notes. Um, she... That, that say what the script is on the that is etched on the <laughs> You side will of not the be blade. able to. Okay. <laughs> that's for me. Yeah. Uh, so she... Uh, she bends down again to pick up the scimitar and she holds it up and you can see that on the fort of the blade uh, she indicates uh, some markings uh, this is she says you see these yes they all have them those are dwarvish uh huh um, those are the initials of the of the smith that made this. BS sta stands for bullshit. <laughs> no. And she gives you this this you know gl glaring look. That would be the dwarf Bohilda Snowheart. So you Long know her well, then. No. She there are stories about her as a master smith. There were stories that she even came to Perbastet, but it all seemed quite unfounded. And here, all of these blades bear her mark? How? In the pallid court? They must have stolen her. Like they steal everything. They're vampires. Yes, very prone to stealing. Especially people in blood. I do not think. Clearly, you do not know Lady Alastra well. She's probably the richest person in all of the city. It's because she steals everything. <laughs> no, it's because, as far as I know, the Pallid Court, or Lady Alastra, I suppose, is probably the real owner of the, the diamond mines, but. Their wealth comes from some diamond mines. And she could have procured them. She could have commissioned them, in fact. But it's nothing but... Well, I, everybody says it was just bullshit. That Bonhilda never came... Bonhilda never came here. Do you have anything else? I think that... Uh... Scimitar should be enough for the trade. Thank you. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to put that in. That's, there is that's a the name. Great sword um, on the ground, and 
I'm trying to negotiate here. Come on, come on. Go. I'm trying to negotiate. Uh, I know. I'm just saying. Just uh, just to set the scene, she did pull out the great sword and the long sword as well, which is in Cal's position. Yeah, yeah. Cal picked that one up. Well, that scimitar is mighty fine weapon. Very true. And she looks. That that black pearls aren't easy to come by. And neither is that weapon. You can give me your. Uh, are you trying to be charismatic? It's certainly. Give me your check then. Is it persuasion? Mm. Yeah. Charismatic in a difficult sense, like. <laughs> it's uh, fifteen for twenty-five. She looks at you for a long minute. Fine. It's yours. And she takes the scimitar, and. The, another scimitar at her edge. She kind of throws it down at the ground. Hmm. So good. And as she does that, she pulls uh, her sash uh, that's around her waist, and she wraps it around uh, the fort and the hilt. I think it would be wise for that those initials to be seen. <laughs> well, quite excellent, that. So just remember, you've only got a couple of hours here. Uh, I'll I'll send someone. If if not myself, we'll come back down to to push the crate back over that the the door. At which point, you quiet as mice, quiet as mice. She took she took the scimitar. Should I delete it or yes, do you want remove to do the scimitar from your inventory? And okay. you, I think Thorne's already taken the pearl. I've got the pearl. Yeah. Considering yep. I'll be the one that's using it. And as she's as she's turned, she's like Did you get anything else? Nothing else. Oh I sure would like to know what happened to Bullhilda. Uh, uh well we didn't get Bullhilda. Hmm. First I've heard the name. I understand that she was the story goes that she was a master smith back when well, before Sebek Savor, when, oh, what was the name of their city? The one where the Greenwalker was born from, destroyed their capital. Uh, Heidelheim is what it was. That's right. She was supposed to be a master smith back in those days. That's like over 400 years ago. I hadn't heard the name before you said it just now, so... I'll, you I'll guys, point you, out you would all that, know of the Green Walker. The Green Walker is something that is very common knowledge, uh, being a Titan that that was born 400 years ago. I, I was going to point out that hmm. you know the, the pallid called a full of vampires, so I'm sure they've been alive for a long time. Well, they say that, from what I understand, uh, Lady Alasha is probably. A grand elder. Whether or not you guys know what that means remains to be seen. No idea. Yeah, you can give me a history check. Even you, Erica, could probably give me a history check. Erica is history. Woo! Five. Thorne doesn't know. Yeah, 18. Yeah, Erica, you, you know that um, 
there are covens and there's an elder that runs uh, all the coven that there's an elder that runs each coven but the grand elders are like the uh the main government for all the vampires and so grand elders uh hold sway over multiple covens your microphone has just gone to crap like you're it's like you're talking through something yeah i unplugged it. yeah ah that would explain it uh so yeah i actually had to learn this like vampire hierarchy for job i'm now realizing i should have maybe told the temple that there is a fucking vampire covenant purpose that oops i mean they they know that everyone knows about pallet courts so. no no why no how would then unlock my temple allow that Uh, that would be something you would have to talk to the priests about. So it, it was not, uh, there was no such agreement in my, back in my time. Yes, what there was. was there there, there was. was. Okay. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. The coven was allowed to exist within city limits so long as the only blood they took was voluntary. And what voluntary means is wide widely stretched and it's something that mm. uh your order is not does not like okay so they at least they know okay then it's fine what was i talking about yeah i'll explain the the hierarchy thing hmm. okay and i think that's probably a good place to park it unless there's anything else you guys want to do quickly well just just as after everyone after uh priya leaves uh, Kael's gonna start a ritual on this masterwork blade to make it his packed weapon. Okay. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Fawn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Volkashelist, the Farvog Druid. I'm Ivan, a teller of dark and gritty TTRPG stories. No heroes, no happy ends. And I will be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mike. I will be playing the Isamar, Hexblade, Warlock, Cal, and Thra. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.